Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. Hey, Superfly, you need to turn off the mic when we're coming back live statewide on 19 stations. You left it open. I think people heard things they shouldn't hear. I'm sorry for talking to friends about the fact that you have at least 15 adult family members that lived within a mile and a half of the North Kent Golf Course in Rockford. And yesterday between 2 and I didn't leave there till about 8.30, none of you showed up. This has been bubbling and boiling all show. It became our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. I had John from GR listening on 96.1 drop a comment on the huge text chain. Is that really the most important question of the day? Yeah. They can cook out in their backyard and they see the golf course. They probably were all sitting there, like, around the patio going, oh, yeah, I see Huge. We're not going there. He's an idiot. I'm okay with that, Brett. The fact that I brought it up, the guilt is just seeping out your pores. <laughs> oh, yeah. But when we go up there and get around a golf in, I'm only two minutes from the coolest. And what's your cousin? Not cousin, but uh, you got cousins, you got in-laws. Is it Andy? Remember I stopped by his house after a round. Literally 200 feet. Tops. (laughs) Uh, I'll get over it, man. We're done with it after this. Brett told me earlier, no, I'm going to get bubbles all night. Like, how could your family not show up? You guys are busy. They got a lot of grandkids. Hammer and Hank Hayes and Magic Man probably were playing the falls at Barber Creek and decided to not invite us for the 43rd time. I'm okay with that. What'd I do to your dad to make him mad? Did I say something... About you, did I call out the family on air? Did Have I ever called out the entire family on air ever? No. Only for a good two hours on this show. <laughs> you know I love your family. But it could be that love that your family loves me, I love them, but we can't stand being around each other. <laughs> You know, Bill, I really love you, but we never want to break bread with you because you talk and spit food out of your mouth all the time. They are good people. I do respect your family.
and I know they're nice. There was no intentional, no way in hell we're going to the Rockford remote with Bill <laughs> at North Kent Golf Course. I'm over it now. I, I feel like I've openly talked with you, the audience, and I'm good with it, and I love your family. I do, even brother-in-law Andy and his 147 at Cedar Chase. Has he improved in golf at all? I mean, he, he probably doesn't show up to any golf course lately. Oh, you're telling me he beat, he he went lower, no, higher than 147? All right, well, I'm, I noticed on my phone I'm not getting any texts from the Hayes family on future barbecues. Your dad did tell me two weeks ago the kids could come out and see the mini sheep and the mini horses. And I'm like, no, they're past that age. You remember we had to go to the petting zoo, like at John Ball Park? And the goats start like snapping at your gym shorts or something? There's nothing but like goat poop everywhere and the kids are enjoying it? (laughs) Inside this hour, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live will join us. We'll get his thoughts on... Round three in progress at the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the beautiful Midland Country Club with our affiliate 100.9 FM that you can hear in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Some phenomenal scores. I'm telling you. For Cheyenne Knight and Elizabeth Sokol to be minus 18 and shoot a 62 today on alternate shot. They'll be back to best ball tomorrow on championship Saturday at the Midland Country Club. It's phenomenal. And they only lead Matilda Castron and Kelly Tan by three. Jody Ewart, Shadoff, and Emily Talley by five, and Celine Borgay and Polly Mack by Five. That's that's unbelievable. 62 an alternate shot. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live TV version on Ballet Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. Radio version on most of these huge radio network stations. And tomorrow's show will air from the Tower Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club. How about that number 62 an alternate shot? Wow. Yeah, Billy, you you saw some teams go really really low today in perfect scoring conditions and uh, it's impressive alternate shots a difficult format I mean you you've got to have both players clicking because uh, you know if you're putting great but I'm leaving you nothing but 40 footers it doesn't do us any good so for those teams that went really low they were fully in sync that's for sure and by the way great just great crowds at Midland uh, Country Club today I was blown away by how many people were and still are out there. It, it's uh, it's really good to see. You know, one thing from the Meyer LPJ Classic for Simply Give, and I, I said this on Monday that I had the same vibe going into this Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational in Midland that I had broadcasting from the Meyer LPJ Classic for Simply Give at the Blyfield Country Club uh, that th- this was going to be the biggest week that tournament ever had. The Meyer event uh, hit record numbers and it says something when you're the LPGA tour and you look at these two stops that have emerged outside of majors as two of the top stops on the tour. 
Yeah, especially considering that next week for the ladies is a major in France. You know, this is not an easy, short little jump in the car and drive to your next stop. So they obviously they've moved up the final round to Saturday. So the tournament takes place a day earlier in the week, which for the record, I kind of wish the LPG did every week. But um, when they drew a, a very, very strong field. Interestingly enough, some of the, the bigger names didn't make the cut, but they were here. And um, I think fans have begun, at least in this state, to to really embrace the attraction of the LPGA events, both Meyer and Dow, where you can bring the kids that are two years old, or you can you know you can just come out with the diehard golfers, and there's something there for everybody. It's so well done. It's so well priced. You know, ten bucks for adults and kids are free. I mean, come on, you can't go to a movie for this anymore. So. Uh, kudos all the way around, and and the players absolutely love it. You know, they come and they talk about the uh, the welcome that they get. They they talked about that in Grand Rapids. They talk about it in Midland, and um, it's it's for real. There's no reason that the top, you know, let's say 18 of the top 25 in the world, they don't have to come and play at these events. They need to play at the majors, and yet here they are. So it's really quite a, a compliment to the uh, the teams that lead these LPGA events. And it's interesting to me, Billy, you know, we are a few weeks away now from the uh, the Ally Challenge coming to, to Grand Blank. And there was a time when I would have told you that the Champions Tour was by far the better bet if you're putting an event together, better bet for drawing a bigger crowd and um, the more attractive of the two, just because of the, of the, uh, the legendary names on the tour. But the reality is, LPGA has, I think, overtaken that. And now you see tournaments like the Ally resorting to concert promotion more than they do golf promotion. So, again, a feather in the cap for the LPGA. They're in a good place these days. Yeah, and it's a total package. You've seen what Dow has done, and you're seeing it again this week. Uh, on and off the course, uh, the fan experience, the player experience, the media sponsor experience, same thing that Kathy Cooper and her team do uh, with the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give. Uh, they both donate millions back to the community after their tournaments. They keep the prices low and affordable. They do different things like the Eat Great Trail at the Dow GLBI Midland Country Club to the Jay Brewers and the Low concession prices i i'm just so impressed uh with both entities of both cities uh what they do and you know what what, what's happening here is that there's not that lpga event in the detroit area and i think the lpga is going to look at the state of michigan and it may not be uh, at the same courses but they have to start to think you know do you roll an lpga major into the state of michigan Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the LPGA thrives in what I would call mid-size marketplaces. And so certainly the Great Lakes Bay region would be a mid-size marketplace. Now, Grand Rapids is a pretty big metro area, but it's got a, a feel of a very welcoming in West Michigan. It's such a small town feel to it, even though it's a very heavily populated area. I would I would be interested to see how well a large market would embrace that tour. Now, certainly, they embraced PGA Tour because the Rocket was a huge success again. Um, But having a major for that tour for the LPGA in our state 
makes perfect sense, and there are some really good venue choices. However, I was talking with um, some of the folks in the in the Dow leadership world about that very thing, and they were talking about their commitment, their financial, and the community and all that. And the thought is, they're, they're probably not going to draw any bigger crowds simply because it's a major. There are a lot of people who are in attendance at the Owl uh, Great Lakes Bay Invitational because it's a very fun event, because it's totally accessible, because it's laid back. Uh, the team competition is pretty fun to watch. And it didn't sound like the idea of taking it to, let's say, a USGA event was all that appealing, frankly. Um, and, and, of course, a major venue would have to be a little bit longer and have a range on site and that kind of thing. But uh, lots of factors in there. But the good news is um, everybody is raving about how good a golf state we are in. And we, we knew that, but it's fun to see others discover it. Amen. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live. Radio version will originate from the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event tomorrow. Saturday is the final round championship uh, day as the ladies will fly uh, to France for an LPGA major on Sunday. You can listen on most of these huge radio network stations, Michigan Golf Live TV version on Bally Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. I want to get your thoughts on the 151st Open Championship and what about Brian Harmon with a 67-65 in the first two rounds? Five-shot lead over the hometown favorite, Tommy Fleetwood, your thoughts on what the weekend uh, will bring at Royal Liverpool? Uh, being one of the best putters on tour will always pay off, and Harmon is that. He is he's red hot on the greens. Uh, we haven't seen any weather roll in yet. There's been a few sprinkles, but it certainly has not been that you know prototypical Open Championship weather. Uh, it will be interesting to see what what the weekend looks like from a guy who's not normally in this position. So pressure ratchets up. Usually some of the more established players start to make a little run, but that hasn't happened yet. And a number of the established players are not around for the weekend. So if I'm, if I'm Harmon, I'm sitting there today going, I, I couldn't have dreamed I'd be in this position. I couldn't ask for anything more. And now can you stay out of your own way? Because even though there are 36 holes left, there are a lot of players that would have to really go super low to catch you, even if you just kind of make your way through this thing at even par or a couple under. So um, definitely a good spot for him to be in. I think the bigger storylines right now for me is, you know, the guys who did not make the cut. I I knew Justin Thomas was struggling. I, I didn't see him going with an 82 in the opening round, played a little bit better today, but he's out of there. Dustin Johnson, uh, played like I did on Tuesday in the Pro-Am, which is basically like a beginner, and um, did not have – I mean, he's gone. He's out of there. And some of the other big names that we would have thought um, were going to be right in contention, you know, Ricky Fowler made the cut on the number. Um, I think Scheffler – I don't know if Scheffler made the cut or missed it by a shot. I think he made it on the number. Uh, some of those guys are now eight shots back with two rounds to play. That's a – a pretty big deficit to make up. So it looks like a Harmon kind of a show if he can just kind of keep his wits about him. Billy, always great to talk golf with you. I'm really proud of this state for the turnout for the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Father's Day week. And this week at the Tile Great Lakes Bay Invitational at the Midland Country Club. And 
having affiliates uh, in both cities, our flagship station in Grand Rapids with 96.1 and also 100.9 FM in Midland. Really uh, just a, a wonderful vibe, uh, both tournament weeks, and I know it benefits the community. And to hear so many different people, including a couple of former pro athletes, one and Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, uh, he's there uh, in Midland, uh, was there today uh, for round three. He loves following the LPGA Tour. John Vanderwall surprised me yesterday uh, during our broadcast talking about how long he's been a fan of the LPGA Tour. He watches it uh, every week. So, you know, now you get the events in our state. Uh, we all love the game of golf for the most part in Michigan and just a perfect fit, man. I, I can't wait to watch Championship Saturday tomorrow, and they can listen uh, to Michigan Golf Live on their local uh, station. Billy, safe travels, my man. Thank you. And uh, they just announced the dates for next year's Dow event, and it looks like you'll go from Grand Rapids, have a week in between, and then you'll come up to Midland. So it's going to be at the end of June. And uh, you talk about concentrating a highlights of the golf season in a short span of time next year it'll be even a, even a shorter span so we'll uh, we'll celebrate this weekend and look forward already to getting cranked up for next year and, and i think the reason before i let go i got a couple of minutes here before i got to get to a network break that I, I thought that day would come that they're two big showcases and it's like aoc nfc championship games on saturday and sunday they're on both sides of the state so i don't think you'll cannibalize any of the fan attendance and because of that week in between and and the travel where some of the ladies will just stay here in michigan i think you'll get monster monster full fields for both tournaments yeah i think so too they may still have their tournament in ohio in between but again it's a short drive for everybody and because it's an olympic year and I, it was all explained to me today. It made perfect sense. All I know is it's going to be a fun June next year, but it's already a fun season thus far. So we'll uh, we'll enjoy the final round with you, and then um, uh, I hit the road again for another uh, TV shoot tomorrow afternoon. We'll talk soon, Billy. Thank you. All right, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live joining us on the Rose Dumber Coffee guest line. Yeah, check out the final round. Anybody listening across the state, the weather's supposed to be perfect tomorrow at the Midland Country Club. All the info on the free parking and more. Uh, veterans, active duty military, get in free. Just go to DowGLBI.com. That is DowGLBI.com. And also over in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area, you'll find the brands in Bay City with Liz Stegaheis, Sean Stegaheis, Mike Brand Jr. Also brands locations to watch all the golf this weekend and enjoy great food. The Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. Mike Brands Sr. has the Brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. Uh, Happy hours twice a day. Uh, You can stop in, enjoy your favorites, or order up your Brands favorites uh, for pickup or delivery. Just go to Brands.com. That is Brands.com. Com. And if you miss any huge opinion, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Miguel Cabrera left Kansas City with a lot of great memories. None bigger than that incredible night in October of 2012 when Cabrera officially won the Triple Crown. Miguel struck out on the top of the fourth inning and went out to third base in the bottom of the fourth. The only part of the title that was in doubt was the batting title. As soon as it became clear that no one could catch Miguel, Jim Leland sent Ramon Santiago out to replace him at third base, allowing the great Kansas City fans to send Miguel off the field with a rousing standing ovation. It was quite a moment, so it only seemed appropriate that in his second to last at-bat in Kansas City ever, Miggy created another moment. A sharp line drive single in the game on Wednesday night off a 100-mile-an-hour fastball to help deliver a win. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, 2023, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt blue light. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together to experience a unique trip across the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. Mini on the Mac also raises vital funds for biomedical research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Not only will you have a great time, but you'll also be supporting a great cause. Register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. Register today. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Make it a million-dollar summer with over a million in premium play. Every Saturday now through September, six lucky players win $500 premium play every half hour from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Don't miss the excitement of million-dollar summer. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Suzanne Patterson is one of the great names in the history of LPGA golf and still a Dow ambassador, and she is here in Midland, Michigan again uh, for tournament week. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, you told me that you moved back to, to Norway, to Oslo, and also uh, still a Dow ambassador worldwide. Dow is a global uh, company. This tournament continues to grow. I have a feeling they're going to have a record week uh, for attendance. What, for all your stops, we're all around the world. Uh, Suzanne, wherever you've been uh, on your pro golf tour, what impresses you the most about this stop in Midland? Well, uh, I've been fortunate enough to come here quite a few times over my uh, long-term relationship with Dow, and 
I just I'm amazed by how well the community is supporting uh, the the event, the the girls playing, and uh, it's just great to see how this has become kind of a family outing, um, which is all you want, right? You want people to bring their kids, uh, bring their friends. And kind of create an atmosphere that's fun for the girls to be in. And so I'm very am amused by kind of uh, seeing the support. And Midland is a, is a great stop on the LPGA schedule. It's a it's a popular event. Uh, it's obviously a little bit of a different format. You kind of get to pick your partner. It's kind of fun. Uh, it might seem a bit more relaxed. And um, but you know by by the end of by the end of every practice session, when you stand on that first tee, obviously the, the competitive side will show up. But it's such a great kind of layout, and Dow has done such a great job of putting this together, being kind of a pioneer on the LPGA Tour schedule. I mean, it's a great event golf-wise, but also the sustainability part being kind of the on the forefoot of... Um, making this kind of a geo-certified um, uh, golf tournament. Uh, so it's uh, it ticks off a lot of boxes. And the one thing that impresses me from both LPGA events here in Michigan, the Meyer stop on the west side of the state each year in June, and this week in Midland, is how accessible uh, the players are to fans, media, and sponsors. I think that is a major part and the growing success of both LPGA stops in the state of Michigan. I totally agree. And uh, kind of the approachability and kind of feeling like um, you can, um, I don't know, uh, get around the girls, talk to them, uh, kind of get up close. It's kind of one of our, the LPGA's trademarks. Uh, and it's not, I mean, it doesn't come naturally. It's something that we also have to work on, right? So the girls have been out there playing with the sponsors, partners, friends of the event, and uh, most, hopefully, most likely everyone has had a phenomenal day, enjoyed themselves, and been in great company of a professional out there. So, um, no, it's um, it's one of those things that we're quite, uh, the LPGA is quite pride, proud of. Uh, I know a lot of people who's played pro-ams on the PGA Tour, it doesn't necessarily have the same experience. Uh, first of all, the men's games and the ladies' games are, I mean, quite different. And you might, as a keen golfer, relate better to a women's uh, game, you know. So uh, there's a lot of uh, pros kind of with the LPGA. Yeah, and you do the scramble. I played in the PGA uh pro-ams and you're on your own ball and it's it can be intimidating it, like if you're not a scratch golfer and i have a good friend doug skeen uh, who is one of our university of michigan football insiders on the show and about four years ago he started to improve his golf swing and pattern his game after watching lpga players uh here in midland and on tv because the tempo through it you know, to emulate a PGA male pro, that, that is high tech and no one can do Rory or Tiger, or, you know, uh, these guys and how they turn and what they do. I'm not downplaying uh, the LPGA golfer, but there are the big power hitters. But for the most part, consistency, hitting the ball straight. We watched a power hitter struggle at Pebble Beach in the U.S. Open and those who weren't that super long but hit it straight 
uh, were there uh, on the final two days of the weekend. So I think there's a connection on the ability to sit there and watch that golfer and say, okay, I'm going to go slow back. I'm going to keep my head down and I'm going to come through. And, and again, it doesn't make you a pro golfer, but I think there's more of a connection. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can relate more. Um, uh, it's almost like the, the men, I mean, the power that they kind of create is kind of impossible for someone to copy, right? Yeah, the, uh, well, the club head speed, the right? The club head yeah. speed is, uh, what I mean, out of most people's range, right? So, um, I mean, I can just relate to, like, when I play with my dad. I mean, he's quite a good golfer, uh, nine handicap, but over the years i mean we literally almost hit the ball the same distance so you can kind of relate that way as well i mean um so i mean it's fun golf is a great game it kind of gets people together uh no matter what level and uh you know what uh i play with a lot of great golfers in the pro-am and i play with a lot of hacks you know but we've all, always had a great time uh and that's uh Isn't that's that the, golf though right? that's golf and that's kind of the good part of it and that's why i think the two-person team event here provides a different feel for the ladies this week at the dow great lakes bay invitational that you team up with somebody you like you you talk you know, leading up to it hopefully you, you like your partner well yeah we well, <laughs> would think if you're gonna uh, choose to play uh, with a partner so I, I was talking with one of my uh, pga insiders and i, I like the two-person team thing uh, I wonder if there'll be more of that on the LPGA. I know, you know, you're 42 years of age. Your career has been amazing. 15 wins, two majors, nine Solheim Cup uh, appearances, uh, one Olympics in 2016 in Rio uh, for Norway. Is there anything else the LPGA can do right now, you think, that would help attract more people to the game to watch? No, I think the LPGN is a really healthy state uh, right now. Um, we got um, great events. We have full-packed schedule. We have great storylines. You know, we have new talents coming up. Uh, we got new rock stars. Um, Rose is one of them, and um, obviously the U.S. Open winner, um, Corpus. I mean, it's great to see young american girls as well kind of come through um i mean we have a lot of um, asians playing on um, the lpga uh and we're getting quite used to kind of seeing them being good at a very very young age but it's fun to also see some uh new young american talent um i mean I also care about the Europeans since I'm kind of uh, leading the European team and with well, Solheim Cup, right? With the yeah. Solheim Cup, so I just think across the sport of women's golf, we're in a really good, good state. And it was fun to watch the U.S. Open at a venue as Pebble uh, in the lineup of uh, many historic venues coming up, but. It looked fantastic on TV. It showcased the brilliance and the. Uh, the cla- um, I mean, the, the skills that these girls uh, have and um, great attendance. I mean, I just think overall it's um, it's fun to be a part of uh, this game right now. Suzanne Pedersen, Dow Ambassador, one of the greatest uh, names in LPGA golf history. Also president, not president, but will be the captain of uh, the European team in the upcoming 
uh, Solheim Cup. Uh, you mentioned moving back to Oslo. Uh, you're Norwegian. Uh, my dad's side of the family, full-blooded uh, Norwegian. Well, what's, what's a game of golf like in Oslo? And then throughout the country of Norway. I want to say it's a little bit familiar to here in Midland. we got a fairly short season. Yes. I mean, if, uh, if we get rid of the snow early enough, you might have a season from, I don't know, end of April, beginning of May through end of September. Yeah, um, similar, right? Quite similar. Um, it's obviously since I stopped, uh, Victor Hovland Great came golfer. through uh, and kind of brought... The, the whole next generation kind of some uh oh, carried the norwegian some, flag absolutely i mean he's a rock star so and he's doing so well for himself um so that's kind of kept the interest of golf uh, at a very very high level at home and you, know, you don't need more than like one superstar and that kind of hopefully creates a lot of new talent to come join the game and um, be part of it and um, i don't think we will have too many victor hovland's over the next few years but i mean if we can bring some new talents into the game and introduce uh, this great sport to as many as we can i think even being in norway uh, with a short season we can do quite well yeah victor i've been watching him in majors and big tournaments a lot of top tens uh, a lot of pushing into the weekend uh, i kind of have a uh, a mini worry feel about what his future could be uh, golf courses uh, in norway now, when you talk about the short season, when you talk about comparisons to Michigan with the, you know, the winter and the, you know, summer, fall, uh, golf, uh, how are the courses in Norway? I mean, I don't know the total number of courses, uh, but there's quite a few. Obviously, most of them are in the south uh, where most of the population is kind of uh, situated. Uh, I would say we have a great handful if a little bit more really good championship courses uh i grew up at uh also golf course uh which, which is the oldest golf course in norway uh i think it's the best one uh What's it called? i'm not biased but What's the name? <laughs> oslo golf club oh, also. <laughs> yeah. so, so golf it's club. in the capital um it's just five minutes from where i grew up i just just used to jump on the bike uh the clubs on the back and I used to be there every day, you know, after school. So how old how old were you when you started playing the game of golf? I picked up uh, the first clubs when I was about five, and wow. kind of fell in love with it straight away. And I think I played my first couple of tournaments, junior tournaments, when I was about nine. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, it quickly evolved into becoming a lot more serious. Uh, but it was fun. It was uh, a lot of juniors, uh, mostly boys actually, uh, when I kind of grew up. So I think that also kind of shaped my game a little bit you're always playing with the boys trying to outplay him kind of you fought with your kind of both gloves on right not to awesome. not to lose so um i think it was a healthy environment for me to kind of play the game it worked out uh, i just went through nine solheim cups now captain of the next european squad in the solheim cup 15 uh, LPGA Tour victories, two majors, uh, Dow Ambassador, uh, one of the grand ladies of the game, uh, Suzanne Pedersen, uh, joining us here in Midland. You'll see her around uh, all week long. Uh, good luck. Enjoy the week. Thank you. Uh, keep up the great work as a Dow Ambassador and uh, safe travels back to Norway. Thank you.
It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week. We talk to the leaders at Ferris State University in Big Rapids, and Sandy Golston is standing by for the communications team at Ferris State. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great, man. It's great to be reunited with you. It's been a while since we were down in McKinney, Texas in late December, so... Uh, yeah, it's exciting to be back on with you. Yeah, what a week it was. Uh, National Championship Week and back-to-back titles for Tony Anise and the Bulldog football program. I know they're getting ready to get after it. They're opener August 31st. But also, uh, as we're going to flip the calendar from July to August soon, uh, enrollment for the fall uh, is a big deal, obviously, at Ferris. Let's talk about all the different enrollment programs in Big Rapids. Well, you know, huge. we're just coming off of, uh, for the last six weeks, we've had new student orientation. And, and that's an exciting time of the year. You talk about the beginning of the school year with Bulldog Beginnings, two weeks of welcome back activities for our students, our faculty, our staff, uh, many events that involve the Big Rapids community. And you talk about your commencements, and you talk about so many things that happen, homecoming. And yet, one of the exciting times of the year for many of us is new student orientation. We get to welcome a um, thousand plus new bulldogs here to Ferris, and we do what we can to to get them situated, to get them comfortable, to get them excited about the Ferris experience, to put them on a fast track so that when they come back in uh, late this late August, uh, they're ready to just jump in and uh, get started with their academic careers. Uh, so, somebody who's thinking about late enrollment, they change their mind. Maybe it's a parent, uh, it's a man or woman who just graduated high school, or somebody who wants to get back into college. Uh, What's the easiest way? Just go to ferris.edu on all the enrollment options? Absolutely. You know, we keep our homepage pretty robust with a lot of what's going on with enrollment. And we know that sometimes, uh, you know, things get in the way. And so we try to make it as easy as possible. And so we'll have uh, some late enrollment opportunities for students, uh, just as uh, some of our students who are already enrolled and already set. They're starting to come in. They're getting in for move-in days on uh, the begin on the 24th and 25th of August. They're going to be opportunities for our students who are still uh, maybe pondering their options right now uh, to think that once they settle on Ferris, which we believe is the place to be, they're going to have opportunities to really uh, go through that fast track to get them registered for classes and get them ready to go for the start of the academic year. Santa Ghostin from the communications team, one of the leaders at Ferris State, University joining us on another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Find out about everything we're discussing and more at ferris.edu. I did say on the Ferris State University Twitter feed that they just had the one-year celebration of the first 365 days of Dr. Pink as a Ferris State president, and I think this Moving Forward mantra fits his first year. Yeah, it does. And, and, you know, President Pink has come in and he's brought in energy. And, you know, you think about uh, when we made the announcement, the original announcement back in March of last year, and in his first day on the job, July 11th of 2022, and we had a big reception for him outside of his office and people from the students, our faculty, our staff, community members came and we just had a great welcome for him. And I know it was really heartfelt and emotional time for him. Uh, to get that kind of a reception to begin. And he really hit the ground running, and, and he has talked about us being relevant and us being responsive. And, and a lot of that has to do with him really reaching out, embracing students, meeting students. He wants to meet as many students as possible. If they want a selfie, he'll do that. He likes to spend time with the students. He'll buy them a cup of coffee, sit down with them at Starbucks, and wherever it is, he wants to really engage students. He wants students to not only be recruited successfully to Ferris, 
He wants them to be retained, and he wants to see them graduate, walk across that stage. Uh, in his first year, uh, going back to 2022, to where we are today on the huge show across Michigan, Sandy, what's been his biggest impact at Ferris, Dr. Pink? You know, yeah, I think one thing is just really, um, uh, he's really embraced collaboration. He's embraced partnership. And, and one of the things that we've uh, recently launched is our student success hubs across the state of Michigan. And, and that's... Uh, Really what it is, it's like, it's like five additional mini campuses uh, based in Detroit, Flint, Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, and Traverse City that are going to offer uh, the services that our students need to really get their education started right there in their communities. We know students have kids. We know they may be married. They may be working a full-time job. They may work a part-time job. They may be working two jobs. And we're going to have opportunities for them to be able to finish their degree. We just relaunched our re-up program that's going to help students get reconnected to finish the degree that they started. And that, combined with the student success hubs, I think is really going to help students have more options, not only here in Big Rapids, where we love to have them, but also in locations that are near where they are across the lower peninsula of Michigan. You can find out how Dr. Pink and people like Sandy Golson are moving Ferris forward. Go to ferris.edu. That's ferris.edu. Also follow Ferris State University on Twitter and on Facebook and all uh, the social networks. Sandy, uh, great conversation. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to be on with you, Huge. All right, Sandy Golston joining us from Big Rapids, Michigan. Another moving Ferris forward interview presented by Ferris State University here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Find out how Ferris is moving forward at ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge.